Welcome to the Antioch and Arbor Equipping Podcast. Our desire is to bring freedom and strength to you in your relationship with God, your family, and others. I am your host, Ted Peabody, Associate Pastor of Antioch Ann Arbor. In each episode, I chat with someone who can give us insight and pass on their wisdom on our selected topic. This episode is focused on cultivating a life with Jesus. I'm joined today by Christy Ogden. Christy and her husband, Jordan, are the lead pastors of Antioch Ann Arbor. Christy is also the mom to five kids and serves on the school board for their school. She is a nurse by training and actually a real estate agent as well. But above all, Christy loves Jesus. Christy has been following Jesus since she was a child and has cultivated a 30 plus year relationship with Jesus. Christy's going to give us encouragement in developing our relationship with Jesus. Stay tuned for the episode. Hi, Christy. How are you doing today? I'm great. How are you, Ted? Doing good. What is uh, what has been happening uh, with you here in the COVID nineteen lockdown? Well, a lot of family time, a lot of cooking, a lot of learning how to school my kids at home, which has been challenging, but I think I'm finally getting the the hang of it. Good, good. Feel like a a new normal maybe setting in for at least the next few weeks? Yes, which I'm thankful. We've implemented a schedule that I think has helped a ton, so I'm thankful for that. Great. Uh, so today we're going to be talking about the most important relationship in our lives, and that relationship would be our relationship with Jesus. Uh, so, Christy, if you could you give us 30 seconds, um, just a summary of how important your relationship with Jesus is in your life. Yeah, it is everything. I have had relationship with Jesus pretty much my whole life since I was probably eight, a little girl, but I have had a practice of spending time with Jesus every morning since I was for sure a high schooler. And it has made a huge difference because it's been my source of life, encouragement, wisdom, strength, you know, any, everything that I need flows from that place. Great. Um, so what would you say would be of, um, of the elements of your relationship with Jesus, what's the most important element of that relationship? I would say the um, part, the the part of just the converse, like the actual personal relationship where mm. there's conversation with Jesus yeah. and hearing Him and getting wisdom for different situations and reading the word of God where I know his character and what, what he sounds like so that I know how to make decisions based on the truth from the word of God and things like that. So I would say that is probably the biggest element. That's the most important to me. Yeah. So you said it's it's the conversational relationship, the one-on-one conversations with God. So what does that practically look like for you? That for me, what it looks like is 
asking God specific questions and waiting to listen to what he's saying. I, mm-hmm. I, it, that's part of it. And then part of it is just being still before the Lord. And when I feel, hear something kind of drop my spirit, which I know that language is kind of weird, but just when I sense like, oh, God is speaking this thing to, to me, then paying attention to that. And so I, I think what I found is I'm a busy, fast paced person. And so when I can slow myself down and take time to listen to what he's saying, it really helps. But it's also helped me just to be specific and asking questions like, you know, God, what do you think about this? Or what, how do you see this person or me or whatever the question is that I'm asking? Okay. So you also mentioned reading scripture. So you're, you're, you're sitting down, you're listening to God. Um, you're, you're hearing him, you're journaling some, you're reading scripture. Um, so how do you make all of that happen with all of the responsibilities that you've also got with being the mom of five kids? Um, you know, you, you, you work out, you know, things for the church, you're, 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 you're around out and about, how do you make all of that happen and still take the time to do the, the relationship with God? Yeah, I have found that you have to be intentional about schedule, about making time for God to listen, to pray, to worship and do that. And for me, what it looks like is doing it first, because um, it, it says in the Bible to seek first um, his kingdom and all these things shall be added unto you and I just literally and, and there's scriptures about Jesus while it was still early he went out and prayed and I take that literally because I know myself is that if I don't structure it into my day where I get up early to spend time with God then the day gets too busy and I just don't yeah. find time to prioritize it later and literally it comes also from me making the decision the night before like okay, if Jordan and I are watching a show on Netflix, like, are we going to choose to watch another one or are we going to stop it so that we can go to bed um, at a reasonable time so that my priority, which is seeking God can happen so I can get up early enough to spend time with him and be able to engage with him in the, in the first thing in the morning. So that's kind of how I make it happen. Great. So I'm sure our listeners are, are sitting there thinking, getting excited and saying, okay, I'm going to set a goal of getting up. I'm going to, I'm going to do the, the things that, that Christy's talking about here. Um, but I also know that from my own life, that, that every, every day, every day is, um, is a lot. Right. Yeah. And it, it and, and so those goals are sometimes missed. Um, and, you know, maybe you set a goal to spend time with God every day for a week, but you only do five days. And so what would you say to comfort our listeners who um, who want that relationship with Jesus? They want to build that, but they fall short of their goals at times. Well, I, I would say that we are not about perfection at all. That's never been what God is calling us to. He's about relationship. And so mm. I... Why I, I, I've seen that before 
over and over with people that I've discipled in, in my own life. It's like, oh, if I can't mark the, get the mark, which, what is getting the mark anyway? It's really about the relationship with Jesus. But I think that you just, if you can't, if say like your goal is to meet with him every morning and you do four, you celebrate that. And I, it's the thing that you ha have to realize with spending time with God is that it's a relationship that grows over time. And so there, and just like in any relationship there, you have to put time into it before, before you really might reap some of the benefits from it. So there is a part of the disciplining yourself to prioritize it, to make it something that you, that you want to do. But from that discipline, then the relationship comes and then you recognize like, oh, I'm getting fed by God. I'm meeting with him. This is super important. But you know what? Just like in any relationship too, you might be super disciplined and doing it every day. And then you go through a spell where you're kind of like bored and think like, yeah. huh, what's going on here? But you know, that's kind of how any relationship is like sadly, <laughs> right? Like sometimes yeah. you just, and so what I try to do in that is like, okay, how can I switch things up so that, you know, I, what, where, yeah. where is this being, is this a little boring and how can I switch things up? So I'm not just like going through the motions, but being okay with sometimes like it's boring and that's okay because, um, it's not that way in, for the most part, but you got to push yeah. through that those times sometimes. Great. So do you give yourself grace and allow yourself uh, to celebrate when you are successful Yes. and focus on the relationship. That's great, Christy. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, so next, Christy, I'd like for you to just, to, you mentioned some elements of your daily devotional time with God. Um, you mentioned um, reading scripture, journaling, asking questions, so can you practically walk us through, you know, what, how do you, how do you choose which scripture to read for the day? How do you choose the questions you're going to ask all of those elements of your daily devotional time? Um, what are those things uh, practically and how can we adopt them to help us grow with Jesus? Yeah, I'd love to talk about it. Um, so the way it looks for me is I first start off in worship because I kind of want to get my heart um, just attuned to God and his and who yeah. he is. And so I, I have worship playing the whole time, but the for a very beginning of it, I will like actually engage in worshiping God through a song. Um, and then I will just start journaling and I journal and just kind of journal how I'm feeling, anything that, um, I feel like I, you know, I just kind of my love for God is what I start out journaling. Mm -hmm. And then I ask God two questions. I ask him, um, or I say like, search me and try me and find if there's any unlovely way in me that I might gain a heart of understanding. And I just listen and I see what whatever God brings to my heart, because I want to have a pure heart before the Lord. And I want any junk or anything that is in there to kind of be brought before God so I can repent of it and move forward. And I have to do that because I'm not a very introspective person naturally. And so asking that question helps me kind of pause and 
and see like, okay, what's going on here in this heart, in your heart? Like, why did you feel weird about this conversation or different Mm -hmm. things like that? And then I ask God, like, hey, is there anything that I need to know for the day? And I just kind of write, I like to write in a different pen, whatever I feel like God's speaking. And I just kind of write that down. And then I ask God, you know, is there anyone you want me to encourage or a word that you have for someone today? And I just listen to him and write that down. And then, and then I do, which this part is my favorite is I do thankfulness. And so I have a journal that I write these in, but I try to write 10 things actually thanks to your challenge, Ted, one time you preached and (laughs) I was doing five, but now I do 10 things. Yes, I appreciate it. Um, From the past 24 hours, and I just think of 10 things to write down that I'm thankful for. And that again, it turns my eyes upward. And it helps me position myself to realize like, how much I have to be thankful for. And then from that place in that same journal, I have like, specific things that I'm praying for, for people like, you know, when someone says like, Hey, will you pray for my you know, my uncle who has uh, cancer and you're like, oh yeah, I'm going to pray for him. But then, you know, you might. And then you never think about it again. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. And I got convicted about that a few years ago. And I was like, I'm going to write these things down and pray for them so that, you know, it's just a simple prayer, you know, like I pray for Ted's uncle, but at least I'm, I'm being faithful to actually put the things before pray for the things that people have asked me for. And I love this part too, because I write down the date whenever those prayers get answered. So, um, so I do that. And then I just spend some time praying. I have little prayer cards that I pray for. I just go through for just my family, different people that I cover. And I have on the note card, just specific things that they, I ask them usually once a semester, every, you know, what do you want me to pray for you? And I just kind of pray through those Mm -hmm. things. um, And, you know, listen and ask God, but that I just kind of go through those to pray over the people in my life. So that's kind of my, how I spend time with God. And of course, like every day, I don't have time to go through every single one of those elements, but that's, that's what I do um, for the most part, pretty much most days. So just on a practical side, time-wise, how long does that take you to work your way through those elements it's usually i'm i mean 45 minutes to an hour is okay i i um yeah usually that's kind of how i mean an hour if i i mean an hour is like ideal but i would say it's usually probably like 45 50 minutes because i have to like everyone like everyone i like usually get up from there go for a run and then get my kids ready for school so i you know that's if i had um, no time limit, I think it would probably be even longer, but you know, most of us have a time time limit. There's life, life to be lived outside of that. Yeah. Christy, those elements are great. Um, you know, I think it would be life-changing for people to begin to do those things that you've, you're talking about, but what would you say to encourage someone who, Here's that and says an hour is really intimidating. I would say I agree. I think an hour, 
would seem intimidating if I hadn't done it before. And I probably would have thought that 15 or 20 years ago. And my encouragement would be just start somewhere, like start with five minutes a day where you read one passage, one verse from Psalms, where you pray one simple prayer, where you do one, write three things that you're thankful for. And as you get into this habit, you're going to grow Mm. and it's going to develop. But it's kind of a muscle that has to be developed, like just any kind of discipline. You don't don't start trying to run a marathon, right? You got to just run for a mile first. And so I know people sometimes don't like to you know, they're like, Oh, I just want to feel it to feel like spending time with God, but you have to discipline yourself and just do it consistently. And I would say just like, try to do it um, every day for five minutes as a start. And then maybe the next week you try to do it for 10 minutes. And I think once you start meeting with God and developing that relationship and seeing the fruit that comes from it, you're going to want to make more and more space, but don't try to go out and do an hour at the beginning. First of all, you probably won't know what to like. You probably can't fill that space and it might seem boring and that's not going to help you develop the, the relationship and the discipline of spending time with God. So that would be my encouragement there. And I was just going to say, I think, one one issue that we that we run into as as humans is we compare ourselves to other people. Totally. And and when we compare ourselves in any area, it results in feelings of shame that we just don't need to to bring into our lives. So don't compare yourself either. I would say is what um, just to add on to what you're saying there. Exactly. Exactly. Don't compare is a huge part because one, some person too, that's the thing that Jordan and I happened with us when we first got married, even comparing the way it looked our time, spending time with Jesus looked. And he thought, because I used all these resources and books, because that was how I liked it. And he just had a yellow pad in the Bible. He kind of thought his way was more pure than mine, but it was like, you know what? We're both trying to meet with Jesus and that's yeah. the goal. <laughs> right. You, you, you use what is effective for you. Exactly. That's, that's really big. Yes. Yes. So, so kind of along those lines, um, a second thing that I would, I wanted you to, to speak to is um, if somebody would say, you know, engaging in worship, uh, talking to God when I'm sitting all alone in a room, that just feels really awkward. What would you say to that? Um, I would say, well, it could, it I, it could be for you. And if it's better to build the habit, I mean, I, it, it kind of would depend on the time of day. Like if you, there might be some awkwardness in it where you're worshiping alone and people um, like no one else is there and it might seem awkward and either you want to, I think there's two ways to uh, go through it, either push through the awkwardness and recognize like, it's just you and you and Jesus that are meeting. And so it doesn't matter if you feel awkward, like really, no one else knows. Or the other way to look at it is if you need to be in a setting that's beautiful, that will help you at the beginning to engage with spending time with God, like maybe outside is a better environment or like Jordan loves to go on walks. Like in the morning, Mm -hmm. he'll get his coffee and go on a walk and that in the movement helps him actually engage with in prayer. So I think that you can do, I, I guess my caution would be 
don't make that an excuse, but just figure out ways to work around it, either change your environment or um, push through in the awkwardness to get to the place where you aren't feeling awkward anymore. Great. That's great. I'm yeah. Finally, in our last few minutes of time together, could you just briefly talk through how your relationship with Jesus works outside of that daily devotional time? Yes. That's such a good question because I have found that, you know, you can have this great time with Jesus and then you are getting the kids off to school and you get, they disobey or you do something and you like start yelling and get frustrated and you're like, wait, how is this (laughs) Where did did Jesus go? Exactly. (laughs) So what I have to do is remind myself of what God is speaking. So first of all, in my time with Jesus, I try to ask him for wisdom for the day, just so that Mm. I can have, you know, know, like, you know, and maybe he'll like say like, Christy, I really want you to work on patience today or something. And so I kind of have that at the forefront of my mind for any interaction, like, okay, got to be patient, like be patient or whatever that is. But I also am just trying to how have a, I mean, it talks in John 15 about abiding in the vine. And so mm-hmm. that to me is where I'm continually asking Jesus about the different items in the day or reminding him like, Hey, so many times I'm like asking God for wisdom for a situation with a kid. Like, I do not know what to do, but God help right. me guide me in this, making this decision of how to parent or correct in this way. Um, and so that's part of it. Part of it is filling my spirit during the day with worship, um, just so that I'm in God's presence, just as I'm driving or listening to podcasts yeah. that are, um, that are filling my soul in the truth of the word of God in different ways. So that's kind of how I do it. I do, you don't want it to be want separate. To- you want it to be integrated into the days, but you kind of have to remind yourself, like maybe sometimes I like put a note card on my steering wheel back in the days mm-hmm. when I was driving, um, on the <laughs> steering wheel. Yeah. Before COVID-19, the good old yeah, days. Before COVID-19 um, when I like a verse so that I kind of keep that in yeah, my, good. in my spirit. Um, so those are a few that's things really I do. Great. Is there anything that you would like to um, say before we end just to any other encouragements that you would like to say to, to our listeners about pursuing relationship with Jesus? Yeah, I just, it's the most important relationship. And I would just, the encouragement would just give it a try. Like, even if you've tried before and it you've felt like you've fallen short or it hasn't worked out how you wanted to, my encouragement would be just seek his face because you it is the most life, life-giving relationship yeah. that you can have. And don't let perfection be the in perfection or comparison steal from what God wants to do in the relationship with you. It's not about being perfect or doing it exactly right, but it's about connecting with God. And my, and my last, sorry, I have lots of encouragements, but my other encouragement is to, if you're a parent, teach your kids this uh, from an early age, my parents taught me that I saw my parents spending time with God, uh, like my whole life. And then they also showed me how to do it, like when I was probably a teenager. And so I'm so thankful that I was, I one saw them model it, but then I also like received teaching when I was younger. So I could 
make that into a part of my life from such a young age. So if you're a parent, let your kids see you doing that because then it makes the, it makes the gospel connected. Like it's not just something that we teach about, but we aren't actually letting it transform ourselves and teach them Mm -hmm. how to do it as well. Yeah, that's great. Christy, thanks for being here with me today and sharing so much wisdom on relationship with Jesus. Listeners, thanks for for tuning in today. And I invite you to join us again next time as we continue to find freedom and strength in our relationships with God, our family, and others. I'm your host, Ted Peabody. I'll talk to you next time. Mm